0: It was all about digging up the day-to-day theme and slotting it in and making it that sound like that, that. That was great. I did love enjoy that.
1: Doing that. <laughs> I love it. The bit I always like most about that is the bit at the end where it just goes too far with
2: a dun-, gardens- Rain- Twenty- dun dun BRAND- then then dun 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 dun, and then it starts dun- 벌- again. Dun yeah. dun runway- lobster- harden- dun. <laughs>
0: Welcome. You are... there, there we go. He's back. The little prick is back. There he is in his Swindon glass room with his sheets draped in the background provocatively. Um, <laughs> you're not getting a proper introduction now. That's it. Um, if, you, if you're if you here, if you're listening to this, I, I mean, this has come up before. I've said this before. We, I've kind of introduced the podcast by saying what the name of the podcast is. You can see that on your podcatcher. So I don't need to do that um, You certainly know who I am Because we're not getting any new listeners um, Mark's there You Hello. might remember him He's He's been away for a couple of weeks I don't know where, he hasn't said um, But here he is Hello. I believe it's genuine because the Bill's just lost And he wouldn't normally turn up after a Bill's lost Otherwise, so <laughs> there
3: he is Must be genuine Pat's here as well, you can hear him sniggering How you doing Pat? Hi Adam, I, that was good That was the, the grumpiest start to the podcast we've had in a while <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, now, I'm not in a
0: grumpy mood at all actually now I
1: mean, now even refusing to say the name of the podcast she's getting lazier by the show it's <laughs> pointless
0: though if you think about it i every it's like the news or anything all these programs introducing themselves everyone knows what they are Can you imagine sue barker at the
1: start of a uh, question of sport does she do that anymore i don't think she does
0: no but when she, she when TikTok, was she got booted because she's too old
1: oh yeah. fair enough okay yeah. she would do that to you
0: um, <laughs> he boot me because I'm shit. I age, I, don't don't get rid of me for I age. That's not fair.
1: You imagine at the start of uh, question of sport, going, oh, "We don't get any more fucking listeners." If you're watching this program, <laughs> you you just press I on your Sky remote. You'll see what it's called.
3: You imbecile the news. <laughs> you imbeciles. You've, you've seen the titles. You know what this is. Let's get on with
0: it. <laughs> it's like they think people are still watching on analog televisions. <sighs> are the a black and white? And the NFL. Look at the NFL. We're still... It's 2022. People watching in 4K and they still won't have two different colours of the kits. One team's always got to wear white. Like, who, who's watching it in black and white TVs? <laughs> it's,
2: it's a fair point. Uh,
3: genuinely. Four whole Ks. Imagine having four whole Ks. Four... <laughs> <laughs> HD, at least. I mean, you know,
0: the... <laughs> The world needs to move with the times. Starting by me not saying the name of this podcast on air.
1: It's all right though, because we don't need to to. Because you, you're right, it's a fair point. People are already listening already know. But it's a good job we do all that marketing to get new listeners in, so we don't need to tell them about the show. Yeah, we need to plug. your point. We it.
0: need to plug all the socials. Um, yes, plug all our TikToks. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're very active on TikTok. Our,
1: our thriving Instagram page is uh, is very good. What I think mm. we should do. Is um is go and pay for a blue Twitter tick, so that we can be really, really self-important and make ourselves feel loads better about ourselves.
0: Are we going a or B <laughs> early because that was coming up? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well,
0: to be continued. <laughs> yeah, we'll revisit this definitely. <laughs> um, I mean, by the end of the week, the Logstat Pod Twitter account might have a blue tick. <laughs> <laughs> that would be excellent. It won't have a blue tick. <laughs> mostly because it would involve admin
1: yeah having to pay actual money for something no one gives a
0: fuck about anyway let's move on (laughs) it's not even it's not even the money though it's it's just the faff of you probably have to set up a new password or put your bank card in or some some faff (laughs) yeah don't don't need it right Right. shall we shall we have a quiz Um, i'm concerned why is that mark well, because I um, I seem to remember you've been off so long, like... you've forgotten how to do the horse noises. Is that it? Yeah,
1: yeah. I like how you keep bringing it up though. Whenever I'm not on the show, <laughs> that's, that's, that's always exciting. Um, I, no, but I'm I'm sure I read somewhere that you're thinking of doing a geography based quiz, which, as we've traditionally seen, is very much not our strong suit.
0: Yeah, so that's why we're, that's why we're doing it. Excellent, so, um, Langers. This is your fault. You requested the geography-based quiz. Now we've had geography elements. I don't think we've ever gone like full geography quiz, uh, but here we are. Um, just two of you, simple format, but it's, it's a bit varied. I've got three three rounds because I couldn't work out of a way to get it in the same format. Here we go. Round one. <laughs> Excellent. Um, round one, you can get you've got a question each, and you can get up to four points each with this question. In the interest of fairness, Mark, would you like question one or question two? One. Okay, one it is. So you are going to get the AFC North, and what you have to do is yeah. arrange the four teams in order of North to South of where they're based. And each each team that you get in the correct position will score you one point, so up to, up to four points up for grabs. For the benefit of any listeners who don't know who the teams in the AFC North are, they would be in alphabetical order Baltimore, Cincinnati, Cleveland and Pittsburgh. So, what's your order, Mark, from North to South? Um,
1: I think that the most North is Cleveland because um, that's just kind of south of Detroit, kind of that area ish
0: education this is kids if you're listening
1: <laughs> yeah. um, then I think next to that is probably Pittsburgh
0: um, um, Then I'm not going to say anything until you finish doing this by the way so okay, I'm sure uh, you're looking for some sort of reassurance. Then I, I don't really know
1: on the last two, but I would probably say Baltimore, then Cincinnati.
0: Uh, you get four points. That's ah! unbelievable. <laughs> Great job, Mark. Those last, those, those last two were a complete yes. Uh, they were also very, very close to each other um, in latitude. It's sort of the point, though, isn't it? No, no. no. Depends um, which uh, group you're
1: in. Yeah, it doesn't, like, well, I guess yeah,
0: that's true. <laughs> All right, Pat, you're going to do uh, a similar thing. You'll be surprised to hear you get the NFC South, and I'd like you to order them from east to west, please. Uh, oh. And <laughs> that the the teams will be Atlanta, Carolina, New Orleans, and Tampa Bay. So Atlanta,
3: east, east to west. Carolina, Tampa Bay, New Orleans. Atlanta. Okay. That's your order, is it? No, no, no. That was me making sure I got the four teams correct. Let's it's get east that to right west. fast. <laughs> I, ha- I have a mental block about East to West. I always have to think about East Anglia and then work out which, at- oh, which side yeah. Norwich is at. So, all right. <laughs> if we start at Great Yarmouth, <laughs> so we're going from right to left across the country as you would see it on a typical map. All right. Yeah. Um, I think Carolina is furthest east. I work with some people there actually. Uh, Then Tampa Bay, because Florida's a sticky outy bit.
0: There you go, education, geography,
3: sticky outy. Then Atlanta's quite close to Jacksonville, so Atlanta next, and then New Orleans is definitely furthest west.
0: That is another four points.
3: Wow. Yeah.
0: This is quite something. Okay, four points all round two. Now you're going to alternate. Um, I've just got a list, I was going to go to whoever was behind uh, but Mark went first in the first round, Pat I'll start with you, you'll just get a point, take it in turns, a point for each team you name, uh, no forfeit for getting one wrong but we, I what I want here are, there are eight teams who play in the central time zone. Oh. So, Pat, you can start, um, and we'll see how this goes. No, I don't know where the central time zone is, so let's start with it's right at It's right on the eastern end of America, um, the central time zone. Sorry, I'm being a dick. Kansas City is correct. Yay. Mark. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought these were all going to Pat. Um, oh. No, take it in turns. <laughs>
1: okay. So... Um, Dallas.
0: Dallas is correct as well. I'm gonna just. I'm just gonna give you four goes each. You might get all eight. You might not. We'll see how this goes. Pat. Well, I mean, if Dallas is right, then Houston's got to there. Uh, yeah, that's correct as well. Mark. Um.
1: Hmm. Minnesota.
0: Correct. Well done. There you go. Back to Pat.
3: Denver.
0: Denver is incorrect, I'm afraid. Denver is in the Mountain Time Zone. Uh, That's not a real
3: time zone. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs>
0: uh, Mark, have another go. Uh, Chicago. Uh, Chicago. Yes,
3: correct. Uh, Pat, have your your last go. New Orleans Saints.
0: Yeah, that gets you a point. Uh, So, Mark, there are two teams left in the the central time zone. Can you hit one of them?
1: Uh, The only one that I would say, the one that's nearest Chicago and kind of in that area, would be Green Bay.
0: Uh, Green Bay is correct. You get one more point than Pat in that round. Gives you the lead. Uh, The other team you could have had was Tennessee. Ah, ah, wouldn't have got that. Yeah, there you go. Ah. So, Mark, you are on eight points. Pat, you're on seven Final round is a buzzer round. Points for a correct answer. Point off for an incorrect answer. Oh pressure. And not only does the point come off but the other the other person gets a go afterwards. Um I'm gonna give you a team or a stadium and I want you to buzz in with the the team you think is closest geographically as the crow flies to it. Wow. Yeah <laughs> good luck everyone. <laughs> We will start... So, to call out your name, and if you're going to buzz. We'll start with Jacksonville. Mark. Yes, Mark. Uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is correct. Next up, Buffalo.
1: Mark. Hat.
0: Mark was first. Um, either the New York... No, uh, either, either York... isn't except... Oh, you can't either this. <laughs> They're in the same stadium. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Giants. Uh, uh, no. Incorrect. Ooh. Go um, on, Pat. Guess the Jets. I dare you. I'm kidding. Don't guess the Jets. It's not them. Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns is correct. That gets you a point. And not only that, you... it brings you level. I was about to say you're in the lead. That would be wrong. You're both on eight. Right. LA Rams slash Chargers. What's the closest Pat. other team? Yes, Pat. Las Vegas Raiders. Correct. That does take you into the lead. All right. Next up, Green Bay. Mark. Pat. Mark was first. Chicago Bears. Correct. Okay. Uh I'd have gone Vikings, you saved me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Point off. No kidding. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Baltimore is next. Pat. Mark. Pat was first. Washington Commanders. Correct. Next up is Dallas. Mark. Pat was just first. Houston, Texas. Houston is correct. You are on 11 points. Mark is on nine. Um, next one, Tennessee. Mark. Ah. Mark was first. Atlanta. Correct. Well done. Um, okay. New York Giants slash Jets. Mark. Ah. Mark. Baltimore. Incorrect. You <sighs> lose a point. Pat, do you want to have a guess? You may not. Yes, I do. Pat, Philadelphia Eagles. That is correct. You are soaring into the lead. Arizona is next. Mark. Mark, go on. Rams. Incorrect. Crashing and burning here.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Pat. Yes. It's probably the Las Vegas Raiders again. It is indeed. Okay, next one. Carolina. Pat.
0: Yes, Pat. Atlanta Falcons. Correct. Again, this is impressive. Right, Seattle. (sniffs) Nobody. Mark. Mark. (laughs) Yeah, like nobody should be the right answer. Go on, Mark. San Francisco? It is San Francisco. Well done, Mark. All right. New Orleans.
3: Pat. Yes, Pat. Houston Texans. Correct.
0: Wow. Denver. In their mountain time zone, Mark. Yes, Mark. Uh, Kansas see.
3: Correct. Cincinnati. Pat. Yes, Pat. Ha. Indianapolis Colts. Correct.
0: It's, oh, I would have said the Browns all day. No way <laughs> was that. <laughs> Doesn't have to be in the same state. There you go. No, yeah. uh, that is the end of what? the quiz. Well done, Pat. Mark, you got 10 points. And as you've worked out, Pat was 16. You get some Ooh. well-deserved music. That was pretty
3: good. Yeah. We know our states. It's like places. Uh, hey. I, I, I was expecting less from both
0: of you, quite frankly. You've impressed me. <laughs> I really wish Craig was... Oh, on. this is like my fucking school reports. <laughs> 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 you must try harder. Really, really <laughs> low expectations. But you did slightly surpass them. Yeah. there you go I hope you enjoyed that Langers Um, we may not do another geography quiz again ever please do that please please do that when crazy (laughs) do you think we're going to get messages we're going to get messages from him I was shouting out the answers shouting (laughs) out at the radio getting them all wrong but shouting them
3: out (laughs) I really enjoyed the voice note from Russ shouting out the answers to the cryptic clues last week
0: that was I love that format, but I I just can't get... My brain doesn't process things fast enough. And like some of them, there are three or four things to work out and there's just too much. (laughs) So what I'm basically saying is I'm not clever enough for for your (laughs) your quiz. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) I I might know where stuff is, but yeah, the brain power isn't quite there. Okay, let's go and talk some NFL, I guess. We need to review week 10, don't we? One sentence reviews, which starts in Charlotte, as we know, in North Carolina, and it was Atlanta 15, Carolina 25. Do we
1: need to keep... St- that, well, uh, I'll start again. Do we still need to keep doing these for two teams no one gives a shit about?
0: I mean, we it's just on the running order, mate, so yeah, I guess we do. Um, Seattle 16, Tampa Bay 21. The Bucks deserve to lose, for Fournette attempting to throw a pass to Tom Brady, just for that, pricks. Um, Minnesota 33,
3: Buffalo 30. Some NFL fans need to be more thankful for what they've got. It could be a lot worse, trust me. (laughs) Whatever.
0: (laughs) 10 for 10, Tennessee 17. A
1: game that was as boring as predicted results in the Titans having just enough against the still-useless Broncos.
3: Detroit 31, Chicago 30. About as crazy and topsy-turvy as everyone expected. Good job. Jacksonville 17, Kansas City 27. Sorry
0: Pratt, you needed more than prayers to have this to go another way. Mm-hmm. Cleveland 17, Miami 39. The impressive Dolphins keep on moving against
1: a Browns defense that seems incapable of stopping anything right now.
0: Houston 16, New York Giants 24. The Giants could go on to win the Super Bowl, and I still don't
3: think I'd quite believe in them. <laughs> New Orleans 10, Pittsburgh 20. About as stodgy and boring as everyone expected. Bad job. <laughs> Indianapolis 25, Las Vegas 20.
0: Ugh, just, Just horrible in every single way imaginable. Dallas 28, Green Bay 31. Who <laughs> was it meant to be? Oh no, it's, it's happened again. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh,
1: me. Um, unlucky Mike McCarthy, on your return to Green Bay, you didn't manage to get it done because Dak keeps throwing interceptions.
0: Definitely not made up on the spot. Nope. <laughs> Arizona 27, Alley Rams 17. The Rams look even more horrible without Matthew Stafford than the Cardinals did without Kyler Murray. Not sure what, if anything, that proves. This is analysis. LA Chargers 16, San Francisco 22.
1: As we've said before, strong d defence and run the ball all the way for the Niners now, and that was enough to beat the struggling Chargers who dropped a scoreless second half.
0: Uh finally Washington 32, Philadelphia
3: 21. Ha! A great game on Monday night football. The commander shut down Hertz's ground game and that made, meant they could see it home. Arthur wa- one reception Brown. <laughs> Are you Sorry. glorying in a man getting injured and not being able to do his job properly? Because that's no, a bit
0: wrong. No, I'm glorying in a man I mean he missed three snaps because he hobbled off after his one reception. Yeah. I'm glorying in a man falling over, um, not adjusting to catch a deep ball from Jalen, a well-thrown deep ball from Jalen Hurts, um, just looking a bit bit shit.
3: Knowing, me, full well,
0: knowing full well deep down that he'll absolutely roast us when we play them in about three weeks. <laughs> I don't want to talk yeah. about him. I mean, I do a little bit, I don't know, um, but, you know.
3: Here we are on oh, the I subject wanna... on the on, subject on. of fournette's pass did you see him tweet QB2 with the picture on it after the game it's like, <laughs> mate did you see what happened to the ball you threw in his defense I mean it, it's not
0: it's not his fault <laughs> it, it if you receiver falls on the ground I mean it's, it's not I've you, seen better thrown balls but come on you receive you, if your receiver stays upright
3: he's got a chance. You've got to have a bit of intelligence about that. And if Brady's wide open, you throw it. If Brady's not wide open, you tuck it and run or do something else with it. Because if you're choosing to throw at Tom Brady when he's covered by Tariq Woolen, he's never going to make a catch. It doesn't matter. Uh, I don't know. I think he's a running back who's been
0: told that's the play call. Throw him. <laughs> um...
3: Don't look, and, just throw.
0: His abilities aren't to read a defence or to re- decide for himself whether a receiver's open or not. He'll
1: definitely be open. Don't worry about it, Leonard. <laughs>
0: it's Brady. He's lightning. I mean, yeah. I mean, Fournette shouldn't have thrown the ball, clearly, but I think there are many, many more culpable people than him. Just The play goal itself was ridiculous. It's just the arrogance. That's That's what it is. And they don't... They were. They had a losing record up to Sunday, didn't they? They had no rational reason to be arrogant, and I <laughs> wish they didn't. Is that they? They literally deserved to lose because of that. And they, it wasn't like they had a twenty-eight point lead and a showboating. Although even that in the NFL is frowned upon. But what are you doing? Like he, he, unmerited arrogance. It is wasn't the worst even the thing. first. It was wasn't even the first time Brady had gone out a wide receiver. No. Nope. Like you've you've shown it once. And did he not
1: fall over the last time? We found, yeah,
0: against us two or three years ago when he was still at the patriots he he fell over ironically <laughs> having caught the ball but fell over before reaching the first down marker on third <laughs> down which was incredible um, <laughs> uh, if you if you're not if you're a titans fan you'll know exactly what happened next but if you're not a titans fan i could tell you what happened next was them not converting the fourth down tennessee getting the ball back and mike brable calling the exact same play um, immediately uh, with Marcus Mariota out wide, who did bring in the catch and got the first down quite comfortably, just to just to troll his ex-head coach Bill Belichick in one of the many magnificent moments of that type. <laughs> he's, he's,
1: he's such a shithouse, Ray Ball, and you—you've oh, got a
0: like, in for it. <laughs> absolutely, and stuff <laughs> I, like stuff like I mean, you you won't like this, but I think a couple of years ago when we played you, and just deliberately for no well for. Obvious reasons, but for no actual strategic reason. One a random pump return, just tossing the ball across the field to another player. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just just I think partly just to amuse the fans sometimes, I um, know, which which will work. But um, love all that. I'm getting sidetracked in a big way, in a bigger way than normal. <laughs> one vibe about those one sentence reviews though is a general level of kind of shitness. Um, and there's quite a few games that we're, we're sort of laughing off. Um, I reckon at least four or five of those games it's just like there's little
3: quality there or so, or little entertainment maybe. Um, there's kind of two levels to it, isn't there? There's the, the games that are two quite incompetent teams being really shit and boring, like we see a lot with Denver at the moment mm-hmm. and uh, to a lesser extent in the game in Germany. And then there's the teams that are... Hilariously aggressive and incompetent Which leads to the ridiculous 31-30 shootouts like we got between The Lions and the Bears and you're like I mean it's not Quality but it is fun It's more and, exciting you know, there's, certainly the, There's a place for that There's a yeah. place for a big dirty bowl of cheese on toast Bowl? Plate normally Who <laughs> said cheese on toast out of bowl? <laughs> I'm so going right to
0: say,
3: I'm, I'm gonna gonna try next six,
1: Create like a swimming pool of beans In there as well and that would be, that'd be quite a meal
0: yeah, oh. a, a cup of beans. You're a, a sausage man. Is it. To put a, we are in sausage in the- <laughs> 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 <good> but, beans. <laughs> yeah, leave it on the step. <laughs> but go, going, going back to it. We was talking about this a couple of weeks ago. Like, would you rather? <laughs> would you rather watch like a, an Atlanta, no. or a Denver, like? No fine. You know, <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to answer that. But you know what? I, you know what I mean. Like a bong, or maybe maybe the lions are better. Enough. Yes, hundred like, percent. Would you rather watch the lions or would you rather watch the if I, if, like, I was, the, the I was listening to that. better.
1: I was listening to that chat, and I, 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 I took on board a lot of what you said about how you know defense is a part of football, so you have to appreciate it. And is that necessarily worse? And I think ultimately as a fan and someone who's not invested financially, as in I'm getting paid to make sure results are going my way, I want to enjoy it. If if I'm not enjoying it, what's the fucking point? So give me the lions over someone like the Falcons or someone like that any day of the week, because the lions may lose more games, but at least it's fun to watch. And if it's not fun, what's the point?
0: I think that's fair. That's fair. Um, is, is like, there...
1: If I if if I'm if I'm supporting a really really functional team, and they they don't score more than seventeen points every game, but they win every game,
3: mm. I
1: can sort of understand it. I can see why you know there's there's the excitement that comes with being a contender. If you're supporting someone like we're the... taking
0: that to a new level this year. <laughs> like... <Yeah. laughs>
1: so fact, right? So the Titans. That's someone I would really struggle with that at the minute because you're. You're six and three. You've got a, you've got a winning record because your defense has been outstanding. But is that fun to watch? That's really breaking the barriers of for me. What is it's? It's starting
0: to a hard watch for Titans fans. That's yeah, I can, I can well it
1: believe is. it. Yeah. And so teams like the Broncos, who are yeah, also have a, have a good defense, but you've got three wins on the season. That's like that isn't entertaining. That's not fun, and it's not. You're not even like have a record to back up. The, and dif- the difference... in a certain way
0: the reason i mean i well i think there's there's two big differences between those two teams who look similar in a lot of ways one is the head coach and the other is a, an all-star running back but you take them away you've got very similar and that's probably the reason for the difference in the records yeah um, but yeah i completely agree it's it's a, it's it's not <laughs> who's watching that broadcast titans game being entertained
1: well yeah not many people.
0: I'd rather,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would I'd rather genuinely I'd rather be a Lions fan right now than a Titans fan. Because at least it's there's like you know, you you've got you've got three wins in comparison to six, your record's not gonna be as good, but at least you know chances are you're gonna be in a relatively high scoring, quite exciting game that you're getting your money's worth out of it. Because what's the point if it isn't fun?
0: <laughs> I don't know if I can trying to relate to being a fan of a team like that. And I can't remember the last time we were a team like that, but certainly not with this coaching regime, but no, and this isn't isn't me saying the Titans are always like that, but I think this season very much is the case. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I'm just, I'm just trying to put myself in the, just imagining what it's like to support the Detroit Lions when you've, you've basically had zero success ever or any, any significant success, the odd playoff appearance. Um, you've got probably no expectation on most years of reaching the playoffs, even let alone going going deep. You're watching this team probably having a similar emotions that you've had for the last your entire fandom, really. <laughs> Thinking, this is fun. We we're winning some bonkers games every single year, um, but do you get? You must get to the point where actually, like, the playoffs might be nice sometime or. But is, is that more exciting or less exciting than seeing your team go
3: 40-39 every week? I don't know. It's I mean, as we've wow. seen in Jacksonville, a good defence and a met offence can be still exciting if they're generating a lot of turnovers and being really smash-mouth. If it's a really stodgy, bend-don't-break, try and force three and out sort of offence, it's not quite the same. Okay. Um, but I think, like... One of the most soul-destroying things is watching a really good defense and an offense that can't do anything, like in Denver, where the defense just gets tireder and tireder until it breaks down and then they lose. That, as a neutral, is a really horrible game experience. And all the more so as a fan, I'm sure. The stupid stat about Denver is, like, if they'd scored 18 points a game, they'd be 8-1. and That's incredible. That's mad, isn't it? Soul-destroying. Yeah,
1: that is mad.
0: It's it's very clear what the issues are in the, in their case, though, isn't it? Um, and yeah. Exactly as exactly as you describe. It it doesn't take a rocket scientist to work out what needs changing or fixing there. That's no, easier said than actually doing it.
3: But you know. yeah, it's easy to see. It's not necessarily yeah. easy to fix it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've they've. Even, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen with Russell Wilson because they've they've invested <laughs> everything into him. They're
1: going <laughs> to pay him a lot of money.
0: They're uh, going to pay him a lot of money, but. I don't look at that decision and think they made a mistake. Like it, we all thought in the summer. Uh, this is this is where Pat, you're going to point out that you didn't or something. Because I know no, I was, I was all coaching. on board. Oh, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, but I think we all were. Like that that was
3: you go out and get a player like that if it's available. Yeah, the only way. people saying, but what if we're doing it as a a hypothetical rather than as something they thought would happen, just to wind up Broncos fans. But what if he sucks? He's not going to suck, but what if he sucks? Well, I mean, I, I still think the bulk of this is
0: on Hackett, um, and I, I can imagine a world where things click or there's a coaching change and Russell Wilson starts to get some success there because it's not as if he doesn't have receiving talent. Although injury to Jerry Judy, I don't know how no, that when that was literally his the first his first target of the game in Tennessee, and he went down. Um, yeah. I don't know how that's that's going to pan out, but you you can imagine a world where they do start to click.
1: I could, but I I keep thinking it, and it's it it's, hasn't happened. It's, <laughs> it's not getting any better. And how long do you yeah. how long do you give it
0: before you? And they just know? had a bye week too, so you think that yeah. that would be a chance to
3: sort no. things out a bit? Um, yeah, yeah, coming off a win and on a bye week, I thought, well, uh, this is we should be seeing them better, and it regressed. If anything, yeah, it was poor.
0: Okay. Right, should we go to the elephant in the room, and the your Buffalo Bills, Mark? I know, I know, you've been avoiding us for a couple of weeks, uh, but what's what's that was interesting because I'm watching the Titans, and annoyingly, like it's great. Like if the Titans are at six and it's like a two and three quarter hour game, it's perfect because you then catch. The witching hour finish with the red, but it was the opposite. So so many pumps and commercial breaks in that bloody game. It finished late <laughs> than anything else. Uh, so I, I saw WhatsApp messages start to come through. You know, I'm I'm done with football. That sort of thing. I'm done with the NFL. I'm never going to no, watch I, I, it, I'm do- I, again.
1: I said I, I'm done for today. Oh, no. What
0: I actually said. Yeah, and, and, and then, then I looked at the box scores. Like, why? What's <laughs> Maybe yeah. that was maybe that was the Jefferson catch on fourth down. I don't know, but no, that
1: was the um that was the um fumble on the goal. Line. Sneak
0: on the goal line, and yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Do you know what? It's and I I take Pat's point about the fact that you need to be more grateful for what you've got, but I think that takes into account that every team's expectation and goal for the season is exactly the same which I think we would probably agree going into the season, the Jacksonville Jaguars fans didn't assume that they were a Super Bowl favourite and probably a lot of Buffalo Bills fans, including myself, probably thought that we were. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think with with a level of expectation comes a certain, um, you know, ability to get annoyed when things aren't going as you expected. And I'm, I'm fucking sick to death of Buffalo losing or being involved in these game of the week and best game ever. And what an incredible game that was one for the ages and us being the team that fucking builds these up. I'm I'm sick to fucking death of it. We've, we found about 15 different ways to lose a game that we had no business losing. And... I mean, I,
0: I had to go back and watch it, obviously, because I couldn't. Like you see, you see clips, and you can't make sense of the timing of everything because you lose the no. context. You see a highlight like that ridiculous Jefferson catch, which, by the way, which,
1: by the that, way, that, back the fucking ball down. <laughs> you,
0: you... I've I've watched this from so many angles, so many times. Like that, the you know, that Beckham. I, still, catch think, that I still think. I still think. He's drop it. I still yeah. think it's
3: going to drop. I still think it's going to drop. Not he would caught. Co- I don't think he'd have caught it if it wasn't for the cornerback pushing the ball into his hand. Yes. Well, maybe, but that. And there's all a bit I mean, of a freak of freak element about that
0: bit, but. But there's the how, that-
1: how how hard is it for when and Cam Lewis? I get it. Cam look like for for Buffalo. It's clear our like, every single one of our starting secondary at the start of the season is out injured at the moment. So it's it, we're on backups of backups right now coming in, and he's an inexperienced player. But you've got the leverage, you've got the high ground, smash that ball like it's a fucking volleyball onto the floor and you have won the game. That was probably the third instance of us being complete cunts and throwing it away to a point where we mat- we contrive to u- ultimately lose the game. This is and... where we need
0: one of Doug's catchphrases. Defensive players are idiots.
1: Um... Yeah, but it wasn't just defensive players, it was offensive players. Josh Allen is playing like a fucking turkey at the minute. And I don't know what's going on with him since since the bye. We played Kansas City. And up to that point, the thought had been that we were finishing games, second half of games, we were playing very, very well. First half of games we were struggling and we we're leaving teams in it. So they were hanging around. Since the since Kansas City, we had the bye week. Since then, we've managed 12 points in three three games in the second half, zero touchdowns. He's since then, having never had a red zone interception before this point, he's now had three. All of them have been backbreaking. Why? He's, he's at the minute, he's playing, he's trying to be hero, Josh, every time. In overtime, he went for a hero shot when he had Devin Singletary, stood five yards to his right on his own. Could have easily so, picked up a first down. You've got a minute left to go. Why are you trying to get the, why are you trying to take the hero shot when you've got five, ten yards, easily. That gets you to the ten. You've got plenty of time with two timeouts. I don't, like, it's fucking infuriating.
0: The game management with that lead was probably questionable. I, well, I don't we've done know it for three if... ge-
1: It's three games in a trot now, and this is why I was pissed off in the, in the Green Bay Packers game, and Pat called me out on it then. It's, your oh, look, you've only won by ten points, but we scored three points in the second half against Green Bay, and I said at the time, it's... It's sloppy, and if you allow that to creep in, that becomes that becomes more of a problem, and that's exactly what's happened. So we can't close games out at the minute. We're not it's like, It's like you need hour. to
0: be. It's like you need to be up against it to bring out the best in Josh 100%. Allen or the best. Yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird dynamic. I look. I look at it from a neutral though, with much less pessimism about your Bills <laughs> because it's about like yeah, you. You're right. Yeah, exactly. But this is, but, of, this is, but, this is from,
1: but... but this is coming from a point of you know, we beat Kansas City, and the thinking is great. This is the game that we can't win now. Or we haven't won before. Now what we need to do is make sure we don't have that mid season wobble that last year cost us the number one seed, that meant that we didn't have our playoff games going through Buffalo in the weather. Now that's gone. Now we now we're third in the fucking AFC East. Because we're having the same, that we're having the same wobble again, and that's, that's, so... we can't be, we can't be like the game against the Jets. We can't lose that game. That was nothing to do with how good the Jets' defense plays. That was Josh Allen literally throwing their their cornerbacks the ball like they played for Buffalo. That like this game, how I will never know how we contrive to lose this game. And if we want to be a team that stops building it up, um, we we it's got to stop. And it's like number one
0: seed for me has probably gone so neutral neutral take on this game and the big moments was that yeah you've taken it's taking your foot off the gas isn't quite right because there's a stupid, bit of, there's stupid, a bit of panic. stupid decisions there's a bit stupid of stupid decisions but, but you've not managed the lead right but I'm watching this thinking you've got you've still got enough of a lead that minnesota drive with the jefferson catch fourth and 18 right so that's one of the reasons i think that's so impressive is like beckham's catches on second and 10 or something i can't. I don't know i can't remember it doesn't don't care um this this was incredible fourth and 18 game on the line you don't get you don't bring that catch in the game's basically over and we keep and, doing and then, it and we keep, then, we keep giving up that, third that, and fourth okay. along but that's 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 a freak that's a superhuman it's, that's done something incredible you you could blame your db if you want but i'm watching that thinking that's just but he should never should never have had should, never
1: have had, should never have had the chance
0: Whatever, but
1: <laughs> should never have had the chance. Back the ball then, down.
0: Then the other big moment is obviously the the fumble on the on the goal line. Now, in a in another world, Minnesota might have scored a touchdown on a previous play anyway. So, but they didn't. But they didn't. They, they did. They didn't. Uh, that that is a ridiculous. I don't know if it's it's an odd it's an odd play. You don't have much of the playbook available you to you in that situation. Now, obviously, Buffalo need to get a couple of yards, and I kind of get like. Josh Allen is supposedly good at the quarterback sneak he wasn't when he played us a couple of years ago so does that like i I'm not I'm not trying to use this as an excuse to show him that in but that should be that should be on their mind shouldn't it okay yeah. and the fact it, that why... he's
1: been and recently he has been very dropsy he fumbles the ball quite a lot it's not necessarily from the center but he does fumble the ball and you you can't do it you just can't have it Worst thing, worst thing, fuck it up and give away safety. But a touchdown?
0: Safety would, yeah, yeah, yeah. But as soon, as soon as, as soon as that play snaps, it's, it's doomed. You, know, you, yeah. you can just watch it and it's, it's it's an absolute car crash.
1: And I, and I get that there's mitigating factors. The weather wasn't particularly nice. The ball was really slippy. It was, there was sleet in the stadium, but it's, You've it's got you've
0: things. got to have you've got to have as an offense you've got to have a play to get you a couple of yards in that situation, yes, or even even just break even. Yeah, uh, it's 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 normally an inside handoff in that situation. You don't often see a sneak from there. No. I, I I kind of get it if it's a really reliable play, but as I've just said, it's they prove it's not. So, nope. Yeah. No. Nope. But but other other than that, I don't come out of this game thinking, oh Buffalo. Uh, a shit or Buffalo no, should be. I don't come. This, I come out of this game thinking they're probably more dangerous than ever because they're just going to get angrier. They're,
2: they're,
1: and, and if
0: Josh Allen's backs to the wall, he's better.
1: This isn't me saying that they're shit. This is me saying that they're making really fucking stupid decisions at the minute. And that's Ken Dorsey, the coordinator. Whoever decided to go for it on fourth and five or whatever it was instead of kicking the field goal when we're up by um, up by ten, ludicrous. Yeah. Um, the play yeah. call. The play call on the goal line, ludicrous. Some of the play calling at at various various times um, was ridiculous. It's yeah, there was how we contrived to lose that game. I I I will never work it out. But there's there's bad decisions being made at coaching levels. There's bad decisions being made by the quarterback at the moment. Um, And it's since since that Kansas City game, it's second half, half of games. For whatever reason, we are finding ways to fuck it up, and I'm sick of losing these. You know, this is the the Arizona game, the the um, Kyla Murray hail mary. This is the 13 second Kansas City. This is now the the Minnesota fucking whatever you want to call it Minnesota mishap. It's just that like...
0: Yeah, the literate.ive Now the
1: Minnesota meltdown. There you go. Let's call <laughs> that's it that. That's
0: good. That's good.
1: Yeah, that's that's what is that's what's happening, and it's games like that. I can. This is how. This is must must be how it feels to be a Spurs fan.
2: <laughs> pretty pretty much. It's, <laughs> it's,
1: it's 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 infuriating, and um, yeah, something needs something needs to get fixed quickly, and you're not going to have a chance to showcase anything this weekend because apparently now. Um, Buffalo is going to be like covered in six feet of snow or something. So oh, now it's going to be like a a six three game versus the Browns that can go any way. And say the snow causes a massive issue. All of a sudden, these two games that you've lost on the trot, you've gone from six and one should be seven or eight and one. You lose that game to the Browns because of because of freak weather, and all of a sudden you're six and four. You're struggling for the playoffs.
0: Yeah, it feels like you. You're panicking a little bit more than maybe Mate, anyway.
1: It's just, it's, it, yeah. Second half of games, don't know what it is. There has to be a point where coaching takes a look at themselves and works out what it is that is wrong with why we keep losing these heartbreakers. These these game of gamers of the season that we cannot seem to get it over the line. It's every time.
0: It's quite fun for the neutral.
1: I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's great. <laughs> But fuck me, I've had enough of it. Absolutely, had enough of it.
0: All right, I I call. I think there's a bit of well, whether that's changed, we might we might want to discuss. There's a bit of a big three in the NFL at the moment. I mean, the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Eagles. I just I've until this week anyway. I've seen can't, those, we can't be, seen, we can't
1: be big three with um, the AFC this East. Is,
0: this is this is opinion from me. Um, maybe prior to this week, but yeah, no, yeah. probably even probably even now. Um, the and I would I would have ranked those three teams in the order of Chiefs, Bills, Eagles. Probably. Um, is there an is there an argument to say the Vikings are at that level? Just purely on the fact that they've they've gone into Buffalo and got a win. Look at it from their perspective for a moment. You, I mean, you, you, yeah, you've you you might have miscued, but the the Vikings were there to take advantage. And they it, was, it was a weird, it was a weird game between, I, as, I, as I say, two very good teams, despite the fact that both of them, <laughs> both of them seem to make mistakes at various points. It was just just one of those bonkers games. Um, the Vikings keep winning and like in quite often spectacular, entertaining fashion. <laughs> and they're, they're the Vikings not, don't convince have... me as much... Sorry, Adam. Yeah, they, well, they don't seem to have that level of respect. And whether that's fair, I don't know.
3: You might be about to explain. I was about to say the Vikings don't really convince me as much as the Dolphins. So I put them on the fringes as well. Of okay. His, uh, top three, certainly since they've just passed Buffalo. It's uh, an interesting one. They look spectacularly flashy. They've got Dalvin Cook, who's very good. And Madison as a competent um backup and the defense has been better than anyone expected, I think, and that's been a combination that's been good enough. But I don't know; I don't have them in the same ballpark as the Chiefs. Certainly, the Chiefs—I agree with you—are top of the tree at the moment. I think
0: it's the Chiefs quite a way ahead of everybody else at the moment, um, and partly, like I, I think, a lot of these teams can beat the Chiefs on their on their day, you know, even the. The Moribund Titans ran them ran them close <laughs> a week ago with Malik Willis, you know. But they, you just watch them thinking that when they've they've always got another gear, they don't necessarily find it every time, but they find it often enough, and they tend to find it when it matters. And now, it the Chiefs are going to end up playing the Bills in the postseason. I don't. I'm not interested in your confidence about even making the playoffs, Mark. I'm not having that. Um, they'll end up. It might be an arrowhead, as you feared, yeah, as as you said. Even though you've beaten them, maybe that the chance of having that game in Buffalo is gone. I don't know, but regardless, that's it's it's going to be ridiculous yet again. I fancy I fancy the Chiefs as the better team at the moment, uh, despite the fact that you beat them. I mean, it's I'm it's talking, just it's I'm just talking, Andy, Andy Reid right. and Patrick Mahomes. We said we we Craig sort of steered us onto. We talked about Mahomes a lot. A lot last week, and I don't think there's there's anyone better in the NFL at the moment. And right, right now,
1: 100, he's yeah, streets streets ahead. The thing that annoys me about them is you assume like you keep watching them, and they're like, oh, but you know, Travis Kelsey's quite old; he's not going to be around forever. But now they seem to have found this chap called Noah Gray who looks every <laughs> bit as good as him. <laughs> yeah. And
0: you're like, just stop, please. Yeah, but that's that that's I think how good Mahomes and Andy Reid are is that yeah, yeah. If you 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 double cover Kelsey; they'll, they'll find someone like that. That's just how it how it goes. And it it I, shows
1: the difference of what happens when you've got a functioning functioning set of coaches and a functioning offense. How how many games did Kadarius Tony have for the Giants? Didn't manage a single touchdown. <laughs> first full game for the for the
0: um, Chiefs first score. I mean, literally hopping in on one leg just to show showboat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what did you? I mean, obviously, only ten points between the teams, and. Uh, had the vibe that that maybe flattered the Jags a bit I don't know so it was obviously comfortable uh, but it was
3: an infuriating game from a Jags point of view as they often are because (laughs) it started with an onside kick that they recovered and then love that by the way yeah it was good moved the ball 15 yards and then had to punt from the Chiefs 40 yard (laughs) line which is great so they wasted that good play they won the turnover battle three to nil and still contrived to comfortably lose and never get in the lead and finish ten points behind, and that was with a rally late to uh, catch up a little bit and make things more respectable. It was down to the offense not functioning for too much of the game, and we all know what happens when that happens against the Chiefs. You've got to be on top of your game to get a lead and hold that lead.
0: The yeah, that that's why you try something like a, an onside kick because you've got to steal something somewhere. Um, and the the that's which is. Yeah, it's unlikely to to get you the win for many other reasons, but that's why as a coach,
3: it it, it throws me about... back.
0: It throws me back to a game when Jeff Fisher was still our our coach, and we were playing the Colts. And I can't. It might have been. I can't remember who our quarterback was. This is a long. This is this is Peyton Peak Peyton Manning era, and we've got twenty injuries. And we've just gone into this game like we're, we're going to get battered. And it's like first play onside kick. Colts weren't expecting recovered. I think we 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 scored like two or three touchdowns in the first quarter and kept onside kicking it and kept recovering it. Like I think we <laughs> attempted like four or five onside kicks. Jeff Fisher was just like, fuck it. I've got nothing else. We've just Keep got we to they they stop it. And some on onside kicks as well. My memory I can't I'd, I'd need to look at the box score but we scored like three touchdowns in the first quarter and I reckon we lost the game 55 21 <laughs> and, and it just, it, just it, it wasn't sustainable but it was just it was just the whole right this this is all we've got we're, we're gonna we've got to give it a go we're not gonna die we're not gonna die wandering and um, mm. and there's no there's no points difference as a tiebreaker in the NFL so you, you might you might as well and um, but yeah, yeah, you've where there's a mismatch, you've got to try and it's like it's the Saints in the Super Bowl. Um, they they thought that they were they weren't the better team in that in that game, and they probably weren't. And just that that moment would be the difference, yeah. Um, but I can't see you know, Urban, Urban Myers
3: not doing that. Um, you've got an upgrade there at least. That's true. That's true. God, those are terrible days. Yeah, they interviewed uh. Trevor Lawrence about it afterwards, and he was like, "Yeah, so I kind of re- I knew they were going to do it, but I had to act normal as if they weren't going to do it." And I realised <laughs> that when I started to think about how do I act normal, I didn't know how I acted when I thought about it. So <laughs> I just kind of to not look it. at the field too much. <laughs> Put his helmet on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't think are people watching. Kansas City players watching him on the uh, trying to get body language
3: tips. Almost certainly not. Yeah, no, yeah. they'll be looking at the guy about to kick the ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about the Eagles then?
0: If we if we're talking about this big three that I've just invented, that clearly isn't accurate based on recent events. Uh, but the the unbeaten Eagles are no longer in a well a good game. Monday night. I it was would have said. Hmm. Really for quality
3: and entertainment. Um... Yeah, it was a classic Commanders uh, gunslinging type performance where they take a lot of risks on offense, but they got away with enough of them to uh, to, to take this one and managed to ter- generate more turnovers from the Eagles than they've had in their previous nine games. this season. no eight games they've had a bye, but yeah, to, to concede. More than the number of turnovers you've conceded in the season so far in week ten is never a good sign.
0: <laughs> I they, they look a lot better with Heineke than they did with Wentz. So it's going um, to be really
1: interesting next next week when Wentz is back um, because it's you know do they do they automatically go back to him because I think he's probably mechanics wise a better quarterback, but Heineke just seems to have something about him that makes that team better.
3: Yeah, being a you. better quarterback. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't is know. It? I don't know, like mechanics wise. I don't think he's anything like. I don't think he's anywhere near better. But he's. I, like, I want to go. Well,
0: I want to go with the guy who's most likely to win me a game. Yeah. I don't but, care. If, I don't care if he's got Philip Rivers throwing action.
1: Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, I th- there's there's an energy. The crowd love him. Um, the players seem to respect what he's doing. It's got a bit of like a Ryan Fitzpatrick kind of feel to it, and how it's like everyone's rallying around this like plucky underdog guy who's just been chucked in and is actually doing the business and yeah I like more power to him I think you know he's been given he's been given an opportunity he's made the most of it I think he they looked all right last season when he came in
3: yeah passable yeah and it's they've got a good enough defense that passable can get you over the line in a lot of games and yeah one of his key strengths I think is when a fuck-up does happen he doesn't dwell on it. He goes straight on full into the next play. There's no like the next one. memory of, well, possibly, <laughs> yeah. but like, it means that if he floats a pass and risks an interception, it doesn't stop him trying that again. And yeah, yeah, the yeah, touchdown. Yeah. No,
0: so, yeah. I'm with you. There are times that that backfires and will look ugly, but yeah. I'd still, I'd rather have that than Wentz just, oh, it, it just, it, it feels, it, it doesn't have that sort of dynamic, yeah, the, that fearlessness, that, yeah. yeah. No, I
1: agree. Yeah, I totally agree.
0: Uh, the the Eagles. I mean, it wasn't. I don't think it was a a terrible performance from them. Just a couple of a couple of big moments didn't go their way. Um, small margins. The scoreline score line sort of is a bit false because they had that ridiculous play at the end. Yeah. With the 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 laterals and stuff that uh, Washington added on a on a touchdown, uh, but. Yeah, AJ Brown was, as I joked about, wasn't really in the game, but they had you know, other other receivers stepped up. And maybe you know, not much on the ground, I guess, from them.
3: Yeah, they barely ran the ball. Miles Sanders was barely involved until late, which, mm. as a former Sanders fantasy owner, we know only too well is a fairly common feature, but they lost Goddard, which doesn't help, and he's going to be out for. A fair, well, it said a substantial yeah. period of time. Who knows what that means with a shoulder injury, and maybe he's a bigger part of the offense than we realize. But um, time will tell.
1: I think you need the thing with the thing with Philadelphia is, and you you always need to go back to this. And I know that there's a the point that you can only beat who's put in front of you. But if you look at who they've played, it's hardly a who's who of the hitters in the NFL. They've <laughs> they've they've beaten the Cowboys led by Cooper Rush. And they've beaten second game. They beat the Vikings, which is so far the the Vikings only defeat. So credit them for that. But other than that, it's the Lions, the Commanders again, the Jaguars, the Cardinals, the Steelers, the Texans and the Commanders. It's hardly a teams that you're going to be worried about deep in January when you're talking about playoff football. They're, yeah, this, but they're,
0: they're, I think it's similar when you look at who they've got coming up, isn't it? I don't think yeah, it, they do, it doesn't they, really get any harder. Are,
1: it's it's hardly, yeah, they're, I think we can say that their schedule has been favourable. And for me, they, they strike me as being one of those teams that will will clearly make the playoffs. But as soon as they come up against a really good side, I think they might get found out.
3: Maybe, Pops, but... Packers, Titans, Giants to come in the next four weeks. So maybe the Packers are on a resurgence, but there's not. And no, the Titans are always grindy. <laughs> The Giants, I still don't know what to make of the Giants, but you're right. It I just stays... sounds like some ugly games.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, yeah just... it's like it's like I said, I mean, and and this may just be that there are, you know, there's only a handful of actually really any good teams. And so everyone's schedules poor because everyone's crap, <laughs> but it, it does feel with them very much the like, it does feel like they've been dealt a pretty kind hand when it comes to their schedule. And you know it's let, let's see let's see who they are i don't know why but i'm still not convinced with jalen hurts i'm like i'm i, I don't know I'm, i've not seen enough of him against really good teams um i i still think that you know say they get number 1 seed in the um in the nfc
0: i think i think the reason, the reason you say that is a bit like they've almost been the opposite of the chiefs and buffalo they they seem to be doing things the easy way So it doesn't. It doesn't. It never looks like he's put under pressure of a game situation. So you don't see that fourth quarter comeback drive from. Do you know what I mean? Like, which is partly a compliment to them because they're they're winning games in a sensible way, I guess. (laughs) But it does. It does. As you say, as you rightly say, you make make you wonder when they get that moment in the in a big game where it matters and the games on the line. They don't have that
1: stick them up against the stick them up against the 49ers at the moment who are you predicting to win that game i'm i, I think i think that's a san francisco win all day long at the moment
0: san, san francisco do we have to, rich rich isn't here i mean will we hear <laughs> we, we don't we don't need to do we they uh, they they played well i mean it's can i just talk i've brought this up before jimmy g can you stop this really obvious Fake pass after you've handed the ball. Nobody <laughs> in the stadium thinks you've still got the ball in your. Head. He must have done that eight eight times again on that in that game. Just stop it.
3: Sometimes he does it after the guy's been tackled. <laughs> I mean, he's it, it, it's, it's
0: in danger of it merging into the next play, and he might actually throw a pass that he doesn't mean
3: to. I don't know. It's, it's just, just, just stop it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard to judge that game because the Chargers were missing like three of their top four offensive weapons. And any side when they're missing that much is uh, going to struggle, especially as a defence as good as the 49ers. So yeah. they didn't have to do much to win that game. and J- Jimmy actually, really yeah, comfortably.
0: It, it was mistake free pretty much in that game. He looked all right. But I was, I'm sort of worried with them now that, they've got so many weapons that they're going to get in each other's way like you, you watch you watch some of the the pre-stat motions that they've got and the fact that you've got Debo who can play anywhere CMC you can play anywhere and they all seem to be on the field at the same time and I'm convinced that there's going to be this play where five of their <laughs> all weapons the all time. run into each other <laughs> And there's this <laughs> like, massive explosion, and that's like, that's it for the 49ers. They're done
1: like, 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 like underrated football. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the same bit. The thing that's the thing that's scary about them at the moment is the fact that they now have so many weapons, but they almost don't need them right now because their defense, if it stays injury free from where it is, is the best in the NFL, and they're they're playing so well defensively that. They could have sat Christian McCaffrey and Debo down in this game and they would have still had enough to win it.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I know what you mean. It feels like like I don't want to say Christian McCaffrey's wasted, but yeah, they, it it's their their system is and I think they're you know, the Shanahan's so good at this stuff that it's I mean, we joke about them using Running though, like the next running, oh, their running back's gone down injured. They'll just pick someone else and have just as much success. Doesn't matter if stick anyone in there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, do they do they even need someone as talented as McCaffrey? It's a am don't know.
1: I'm, 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 I'm calling it now. I think 49ers are the NFC team in the Super Bowl.
0: Okay. Oh, but Rich will get all drunk and emotional. Yes, that's what we want. <laughs> yeah, we, want we do want drunk
1: and emotional We rich. do.
3: As long, <laughs> yeah. as, he's,
1: as long as he's still happy for Andy Reid, then that's the only thing that matters. The
3: heart and soul of any party drunk and emotional Rich. <laughs> we love it.
0: All right, any other NFL-related stuff? Oh, Monday Night Football, I was going to bring this up. The, the end of that game where Washington needed a third down to ice it and Heineke's about to take a sack, sensibly decides to kneel down to avoid the hit, then takes a hit anyway. A couple of seconds later, flags come out. Um, this this was a weird one. Now, I brought this up. Normally when we bring these things up, it's the reaction is outraged. They're throwing a flag where a defender's got a split second to pull out of a tackle um i don't think i see it quite like that it was no, the this, way this
1: this definitely wasn't that
0: yeah it... <laughs> this was him him
1: saw he'd gone down on the knee and took a ran a good six or seven further yards and like didn't annihilate him but still hit him on it the ground it
0: wasn't it wasn't a, a it was a weird this is this is where i'm conflicted so the way Heineke kneels down is a bit weird like he's not i'm not saying he's Try to deceive anyone, but he's not done it in the normal give yourself up kind of way. It's sort of he's a bit off balance, and it's, good, it was it's a, good, it's... a spur of the moment decision. It was the right decision, but he's not done it in the traditional white flag, don't hit me way. So I could kind of see an angle where you could misinterpret what he's doing, um, and you could maybe think he's out the corner of your eye. If you're a defender, has he fallen over? In which case we need to touch him down. You probably don't need to go in in as hard as that. It's pretty stupid. Um, yeah. I think the right the, the refs made the right call. Don't get me wrong, but I think there's it was a there was a bit of
3: weirdness about it. It wasn't the worst rough in the past. A call of the week. Um, it was probably questionable, but there Which was game one... was Jerome Boga doing? I imagine it was in uh, that one. I don't remember what game it was. There was what, I think it was Geno Smith. Who um, was giving himself up and got touched on the helmet, like just gently patted on the head, not slapped, not hit, but they're touching him down, right? Because you know you want to make sure, and that got flagged. And I was like, what? "What are we even doing here? Flagging a tap on a man? It's not like he's drilled him."
0: Yeah, it, yeah. It,
1: yeah. I did, personally, I didn't see anything wrong with the Heineke call at all. I think that, from my perspective, if that's good enough for you know a a QB running out the clock at the end of the game taking a knee i think that's perfectly fine for there it was to me it was obviously giving himself up and the defender has plenty of time to to see it and make a call about what he wants to do if you want to still touch him to confirm that he's down then run over and put your hand on his shoulder as you run past him that's fine but you don't like to go in like he did it that's 15 yards all day long
0: there was another Back on this, it was the, the game in London, the Giants Packers game, where if iffy quarterback kneeling, I'm gonna call it. I can't remember if we discussed it on here, but there was a um situation at the end of the game where um the you don't quite have time just to kneel down four times. Um so what uh, yeah. what the Giants were doing was quarterback kneel formation, standing up for a few seconds, knowing that the it's you know. It's like a gentleman's agreement that you don't interfere with the kneel, yeah, but like that. you can't. I hate this so much. Yeah, it's just like it. wrong. It's just wrong. And there was another. I, oh, this is this is preparation and research. There was another game where someone was doing that um, at the weekend, and it. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to escape me, which is which is on me. So I'm. Um, I'm sorry. Where well, it was, uh, it might. Have I think been, it, was, it,
1: was... it was Taylor Heineke, wasn't it? At the uh, was it not at the end of that game that they were waiting? I'm sure it was after the after the flag. I'm sure that there was a like you can take a knee. And the, next, was like, oh, he, okay, the next, oh, yes, okay, snap I afterwards, think... he he snapped it and then like stood back two or three yards and then knelt down. Whenever realized,
0: you're right, because oh, they ended up punting, didn't they? Yeah. Yes, of course. You're right. And um, I was watching. Yeah, Hem- Henry, uh, my lad, was up in the in the morning watching the game in forty, and I said to him watching this, oh, they're going to be they're going to end up taking one of those if intentional safeties as I'm going to call it, and they end up punting, I think it was like 11 seconds on the clock when they end up, ended up punting yeah. like, Oh, the punter's going to run out of the back of the end zone and he didn't like, ridiculously gave Philadelphia a, a play, which was very avoidable, but yeah, that that <laughs> whole sequence included, yeah, it's just, is just standing there, then he deserves to get drilled,
3: yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, totally agree I dislike that nearly as much as I dislike this whole. Oh, there's we've got twelve seconds on the play clock and ten seconds on the halftime. So let's stand here and try and draw them offside, even though we know you're not going to run a play, or you're on fourth and one, you have no intention of running it because you're on your own forty. But I'm still going to stand here for twenty seconds, going, hur, 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 hur. I'm looking at you, Rogers, you brick. Do it all the fucking time. But that problem is that uh, no, that's, sorry, that's, yeah. worked. that's worked.
1: That's worked in the past. <laughs>
3: But Rich it's
0: still Rich Rich will be well aware. Titans 49ers last season, end of the third quarter, big third down, Tannehill's doing that in that situation. Idiot jumps offside, massive forty yard completion with the no, you know, no consequences, hail Mary type throw. Turn the game on its head. We don't win that game if it's not for that moment. Yeah, um, true. And and, as, it. and and as long as that works once, they'll 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 keep doing it. I don't yeah, have a problem right. with that. Yeah, um, the bills do and, that all the time as well. What what else? What are you going to do? Just trot off the field? I, you, there's nothing, literally nothing to lose by them doing that, other than irritating you, as it turns out. Yeah, my <laughs>
3: respect. <laughs> Not that that's worth so anything these days. Do you days. want to do you want to win games or Pat's respect? Um, Neither, in the Jaguars' case. <laughs> Um, quick question:
0: Could the all four of the NFC East teams end up with a winning record? It's awesome. possible. <laughs> this is another thing where I've done my research. Had this has this ever happened in the division? Um, it it feels uh, I don't know. It feels less less likely. Anyway, that that was it. We don't really d- have an answer. Um, I think it's um, I think it's. They've got to play I, each other too many I think times, that, I guess. That, that's but. the
1: thing. Yeah, I think that's the only reason why it potentially couldn't. Um the the commander schedule is again is is favourable, except for um the the, the teams that have to play in the NFC East and, and the 49ers. Um so yeah, I don't I don't think the the commanders will end with a with a
3: winning record. Yeah, it looks like they're gonna end uh nine and eight, doesn't it?
0: 9 and 8 is definitely a winning record.
3: Sorry, 8 and 9, said the numbers wrong
0: <laughs> <the> way around. <laughs> oh well, we'll see.
3: Any other NFL business
0: before we look ahead into week 10, 11, 12, whatever week this is sometime. Uh,
1: the the only thing that I the only thing I wanted to say was with regards to the um Green Bay Packers and um quite enjoyed the game um I know they the
0: won, league. but he had another great little hissy fit, didn't he? Oh, he absolutely <laughs> did. So that,
1: that was that was exciting. And based on his hissy fits, um, I can only imagine how relieved Christian Watson must be to because he's been the guy who's been very, very droppy and missing an awful lot. And he must have felt the wrath of Rodgers on more than one occasion so far this season. So how it's been going for him. And he also had two drops at the start of this game. Um, and he f- just, you feel for him because it's going the same way and you could see the look in his eye. Then he caught a, a long bomb touchdown and all of a sudden something changed with him. He ended up with, with four receptions for 170 yards and three touchdowns and his evening must have been so much better than any evening he's had as a Packers player up to now. So I was generally quite happy for him just because we all know how much of a shit Rogers must oh, be. Can
0: you imagine being a rookie wide receiver catching and dealing passes in that. that prick?
1: Yeah, knowing well, that if you drop it, you're going to get like the shit kicked out of you on fucking Mac- Pat McAfee's podcast. You know, it like must be nice to actually have a nice evening for a change.
0: Rogers had to take it out on Matt Lafleur instead yeah. of his own receivers, <laughs>
3: yeah, fact. and Amari Rogers, who they caught today.
0: <laughs> well, but rightly, pers- I think.
3: Yeah, he's been persistently <laughs> terrible as a punt returner. But you've got to think at some point, right? You've drafted- I got excited his- when I saw they cut a Rogers. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> they traded up to draft him in the third round, the draft before last. So you've seen something in him, right? If you've seen something in him, work out how to get that out of him in your scheme. Don't stick him at punt return or a job he's it's, never done. And it's funny. At, leave him there for a year and a half and then cut him because he's no good at it. That's on you, as a manager, not using his skills properly as, as well. Did you see when
1: Roger? did you see when Rogers was asked about him? They like they said to him, "Oh, what do you think of his?" Um, earlier on in the season, it was, "Oh, what do you think? Are you going to be able to like integrate him into the uh, the offensive scheme? What do you rate of his skills as an offensive weapon?" And his answer was, "He's a punt returner."
0: Good, such excellent, a,
3: such a bad end. such a dick answer. Trevor Lawrence wanted him, bring him to Jacksonville. Well,
0: maybe maybe you'll have, have him. Now, yeah,
3: and I, and now you can. Yeah, I was it's... hoping with would Benjamin. He's just gone to the Texans. That was a thing. surprise. Yeah, yes. backing yeah. up Pierce, I suppose. I was really hoping Green Bay would get the tight end that the commanders got oh, Armani Rogers, just to add to their A. Rogers trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> then, then I could get excited all over again when he was cut.
0: But, yeah, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, let's look at the next week whatever week number it is I don't care and um, we've got some one sentence previews and we start full of dread with Tennessee at Green Bay is the green way wind streak gonna grow longer at Fortress Lambo? Chicago at Atlanta
1: anything is possible with Justin Fields in action but it's another matchup where it's a battle for a worse
0: draft pick Cleveland at Buffalo Eagles get back on track here, right? Surely. Hmm. <laughs> it's going to snow.
3: <laughs> Philadelphia at Indianapolis. Sounds like the perfect bounce back game for the Eagles to leave. Hopefully. New York Jets at New England.
1: The Jets haven't beaten the Pats in about a million years, so if they are for real, it is time to end
0: that streak. <laughs> you know the Pats winning that game. Sorry, Craig. Um, LA Rams at New Orleans. Repeat of that controversial NFC Championship game for a few years ago, but now infinitely less exciting. Detroit at New York Giants.
3: Oh my god, the Giants are going to be 8 and 2. What is happening? <laughs> Carolina at Baltimore.
1: Lamar is going to have his way with the Panthers.
0: Oh, isn't he just? Washington at Houston. I suspect we'll be talking about this game again shortly.
3: That's probably harsh. Las Vegas at Denver. The unextinguishable bin fire meets the unmovable offense in a divisional matchup that absolutely reeks. Dallas at Minnesota.
1: A huge game, actually, with two teams both desperate to prove that they aren't in a false position in the NFC.
0: Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. The NFL considered this one poor enough to flex out of Sunday Night Football so maybe we'll be discussing this one as well in a minute. Kansas City
3: at LA Chargers. Looks like a comfortable Chiefs win unless the Chargers can get any of their 1,864 injured receivers back in time for this one. And finally, San Francisco at Arizona.
1: Two teams trending in very different directions. The Cardinals look to have too many injuries to cause the stellar Niners defense too many issues. You really love those Niners, Mark, don't you? I think they're good, yeah, I really do. Rich isn't gonna sleep with you. He might.
0: I mean he might, you don't live that far away and it's quite convenient on the street. Yeah,
1: yeah. Sometimes we like to snuggle,
0: so what? <laughs> Alright, shall we do this? The Long Snapper Podcast. Worst game of the week. Brought to you by Ginsters Pasties. I was being a bit harsh, I don't mean it about Washington. Houston would deserve that sort of abuse, but <laughs> if, I, if if Wentz was going to play, that would be in the conversation for worst game of the week. But he's assuming he's not, um, I don't know. Titans at Packers. If it wasn't me, I'm not staying
3: up for that. Um, Saints Rams will be worse than that. Saints Rams is
1: my shout. Yeah, Saints Rams. Um, if, if it's John Wolford against Andy Dalton, that absolutely <laughs> has to be within a shout. Um, but, Cooper Cup is now gone on IR. Um and apparently season ending IR. Um, that's the Rams finished, so they're now thinking tank. The, yeah, but the same... there's no
0: point tanking if you haven't got any picks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's, a good, else it's
1: a very good point. <laughs> um, but they're just two t- offensively terrible teams. I think this will be an absolute stinker.
3: Um, and uh, Broncos Raiders has got to be in consideration just because look at what oh, they yeah. did last week. Jesus Christ! Yeah, wow. I yes. That
0: that might win it for me. I could. Can...
3: But at least that's two starting quarterbacks. This is John
1: Wolford and Andy Dalton. I, I think mean, the, Saints, the Cardinals the looks got... almost better right. under
3: Colt McCoy. So it's not necessarily the word. Look at Heineke; it's not necessarily a death sentence. Well,
1: it is when it's it John look He's someone it... who b- bizarrely looks like he should be your dad. He <laughs> shouldn't be an NFL player. He should just be your dad. That's like, I don't know what it is about him, but there's just a bizarre, like, I'm sure he's probably only like 29 or something, but he's something about him. He's 27. Is he wearing, wearing 37? If that guy's 27, I am. There's not a
0: chance that i like 27 years old. He's it's, it's wearing number 13. Like nobody's worn number 13 since Kurt Warner, who's been any quarterback that you take seriously. Like, uh, it's yeah. being it'd be like having a baby and calling him gary now
1: <laughs> yeah 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 the, the the rams are desperate without cooper without cooper cup they've got l- n- literally nothing um i the 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 Saints continue to be poor. Andy Dalton Aaron, doesn't look like just thinking. How, Aaron
0: Donald's got to be pissed off, hasn't he? Oh, really?
1: <laughs> glad
3: I stayed next year.
1: Yeah. so pleased he came back to run that table. And come on, we're doing it again, lads. Let's get the band back together.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. It's just you, mate. Can you do it on your own?
1: Uh. <laughs> yeah, all these players that hang around just for one more year—is it really? Is it like? Surely this is the season that proves to you. Don't do that. Just go. Go on a high. Don't don't do that.
0: Uh, we go. Let's go with that then. The Rabs at Saints. That seems. Yeah. There you go. We we've, 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 we haven't gone back and fact checked any of these. Every game that we say in this status is probably ended up being 35 for Oh, i well, oh, not fact check because one... it's an opinion. Yeah. Well, right. <laughs> there
1: was there was one that we picked a Thursday night football and then it, it was
0: uh, Carolina Panther the, the Panthers wasn't it and that ended up being a thriller. Yeah. No, there
1: was no. There was one that was absolutely like, it was completely the right call. Um, okay. I can't for the life of me remember which week it was, but it was a shit game. And um, yeah, it was, that, that was definitely the right shout. I'll tell you what it was. The Commander's Bears, that was 12-7. That was the game <laughs> of the week.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nice
1: game of the week. Um, mm. So yeah, I think we've been, we've been definitely up there. We're certainly better at this picking this one than we are picking the bet.
0: Nice segue. Um, let's oh. get on to that. We, uh, I mean, I I haven't checked whether we won last week.
3: Um, (laughs) (laughs) That fact checked? No, we didn't. (laughs) We were worse at just picking the winners of the games than we were either of the two weeks when we did the over unders. Okay, so with that in mind, let's try it again. Um,
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, partly because we haven't given it any discussion beforehand. Also, there's there's helpfully an odd number of us. So we're going to have we're not going to have any impasses. Um, eight, six o'clock games. So we've got
3: Bears at Falcons. Pat, where, where's this where's this one going? Oh, it's a horrible one to start with, isn't it? Yeah. Um, see, last week. I said, oh, yeah, the bears will scrape by the lions, I think, just on the basis that they started to look a bit more competent recently. And look what happened. So let's go Falcons.
0: Falcons I'm with you. you. I think Mariota had a horrible performance last time out. So he'll have a good one this time. That's how he is. He can't be that shit twice in a row. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't work either way for him. Yeah. And there's there's a lot of noise in Atlanta about replacing with Ridder and Arthur Smith sort of saying no, he's not ready and blah blah blah. Yeah, so they'll just say up yours and go and go and win it. Yeah, I'm going Falcons as well. So it doesn't matter what you think, Mark. Bears. <laughs> Falcons it is. Um Browns at Bill's. I mean i just for the just for the bounce with the Z, um no, I'm I'm going Buffalo in this one, regardless of weather. I, th- I mean, the
1: thing is, if it's a snow game, it all comes down to your running game and the Browns are far better than the Bills there. Um, does it?
0: Does it, this is, well, I don't know. Well, you're not going to be throwing the ball in a blizzard. Depends how much snow. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's
1: yeah, I mean, who knows? The, the Bills should win easily, but if the snow is a massive factor and, you know, we can't get out of our own fucking way in the second half. So anything's possible, but
0: yeah. should we do last week, we did a caveat with the bills, bills game. If Josh Allen plays, we go with Buffalo. Yeah, if, if not, that, we go legit. with it. That worked out well, didn't it? Should we have the mm-hmm. same thing this time and say, if there's less than an inch of snow on the ground, it's Buffalo. And if it's an absolute blizzard, it's the Browns. Yeah. That seems okay. Um, yeah. We're in agreement. Don't even need to ask you, Pat. Let's just, this is just efficiency. I would have agreed, so it's fine. Doesn't matter. Disagree. <laughs> Tough. Yeah. Yeah, we <laughs> don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um uh Philly at Indy. <sighs> yeah. Eagle, Eagles. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> um,
3: just to watch. Not, like... not a surefire thing as you would have thought a couple of weeks ago with Matt Ryan looking half decent on his return and Jonathan Taylor's finally finding his legs, but I'm still going Eagles. Yeah. Okay. yeah
0: um, that's unanimous. I mean, for what it's... Uh, just bar me benching Matt Ryan for what it's worth. Uh, that's, uh-huh. the, that's the that's uh, bringing him back the only thing they've got right um, in recent weeks. Yeah. Um, even if it's kind of by accident. Right. Jets, Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: this is a tricky one. I'm, I'm going to say Patriots, I think. Just that, you know, it's, it's something about it. Um, the fact that it's at Gillette and they just don't lose to the Jets in New England,
3: Pat. I'm going Jets, so you're gonna to have to split the tie.
0: Oh, I was hoping that wouldn't happen. Um, I wanted to go for the Patriots, but not have to say it. <laughs> um, so. 30.
1: That's well. That's your decision then.
0: <laughs> and and they're still going to get nine wins this season. It's looking more and more shaky as each week goes by. But I I just have it's a bit like there was there was one gut feel. was probably wrong. I can't remember which it was. There was one that I picked last week along these lines. But yeah, my gut says the Pats. Sorry, sorry, Craig. Um, every like cold light of day, rationally, the Jets are better. In every way. But In a, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. Uh, but they're just—they're not going to win. Sorry, that's how it is. Um, Ram, Ram Saints. I don't want to discuss this <gasps> for too Saints. long. Yeah. Uh,
1: Saints we, purely because of the like no Cooper Cup, defense not playing well, no quarterback, no weapons, offensive line not playing well. I think they're—I think they're their seasons in the can. Pat,
3: agree. Saints,
0: yep. Okay, Saints it is. Lions, Giants. Um, doesn't think fair. To, like, oh, I mean, I'd love, to, I'd love for the Lions to win, but I'd, I suspect picking them would be madness.
1: Definitely picking the Lions. <laughs> they are. They may almost, as well
0: flip a coin with them, mind you.
1: They are probably my second favorite team in the NFL. Um, Should we? I, I love watching the Lions and. I, I, you know, there's a bit of me that hopes that 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 win um, over over Chicago might be the thing that turns their season around. They've now won two two in a row. Don't forget, beat the Packers as well. Um, and so I'm I'm so yeah. that
0: that's a reason that they're about to lose, isn't it? That's how it works.
3: Like <laughs> just like the, just like the Falcons. Pat, give us give us some sense on this. It would be a very Giants thing to do to look so good and then lose to the Lions, but. They don't have that giantishness about them under Dayball. He's got them getting games over the line with the not entirely spectacular tools at their disposal. So I think that will be enough to beat a lion's side who are very good at looking spectacular and losing. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> oh, I am I feel
0: like I don't know. I've uh, Giants. They're at home. Giants. Just deciding factor. Oh. These have been tough actually. Maybe that's one of those games. Maybe that was one of those games that we should have gone lions because they're probably not favourites. So you'll get more money. No. I'm overthinking it. Giants. Giants. (laughs) Giants. Right. Panthers, Ravens, that's Ravens nailed on. Yes. Next. Um finally commanders at Texans. I think Washington should have enough, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, The Texans have won one game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, yeah, I agree. Okay, Falcons, Bills if it doesn't snow, Eagles, Pats,
3: Saints, Giants, Ravens, Commanders. That's how to not win money this week. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and the Texans will be better when Brandon Cook stops tripping over his lower lip, won't they?
1: <laughs> Did he have the the captain thing taken off him?
3: Yep. Did I see that?
2: Brilliant.
1: That'll teach
0: him. <laughs> it's laughable, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I wonder what Steve would make of our pathetic attempts to to win money in his memory. Um, I, hope he, real, I hope. I he hope would he'd, entertain him. Each I week. hope he'd love it. I reckon he'd love it. He yeah, would. Just, rip the, he, he would rip the piss out of us.
1: I, I think he he much prefers. He would much prefer us not winning, and going through the rigmarole every week than if we'd like. If in week four we had a like we won three hundred quid and then we stopped it.
0: So, I think, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or when we when we do win, it's because we like made an error in the betting app and clicked the wrong thing or something, and we end up winning. <laughs> like right, any other business
3: we finally got there? Pat, um, ah, so let's start with you. I'm trying to not be negative every week. So this week, I've got a podcast Ooh. recommendation. <laughs> well, sort of podcast. So there's a guy called Uchi Nguaneri who was an um, offensive guard for the offensive guard is the other side. he was a guard for the Jaguars for seven seasons they drafted him in the fifth round oh, hold that thought you say there's no such thing as a defensive guard
0: I'll tell you what there was in the NFL this week offensive offside don't see Three. that every week
3: um, as you were, carry on I thought you'd yeah. love that <laughs> <laughs> really did yeah, I bet you did all right, so Uchi's doing film breakdowns under the tagline, tag nine, name, nickname, whatever, The Observant Lineman. Um, They're out on uh, YouTube, and he gets together with a guy called Justin Blaylock, who was a guard for the Falcons for seven seasons. I guess they're both from Texas, so they might have known each other growing up in uh, like high school football. They get together and they break down films, and they're both former guards, so they're looking at like blocking schemes and how you unlock things for the run game and that sort of thing. They did a good one, Mark won't like this, but Craig will, about how the Jets um, got their run game going to beat the Bills recently. So that's been really interesting to see it from a player's perspective. Um, and they're both kind of lively, engaging guys. So it, it's it's a nice one if you're a football nerd looking to learn a little bit more about the nuts and bolts of um, how you scheme things up.
0: There you go. Um, well, that- listeners won't have seen the gesture that Mark made in the middle of that i thought you were a better person no no you didn't no, you're right <laughs> the only person that's a better person than that is pat correct um who doesn't deserve it <laughs>
1: that wasn't to pat that was to the jets finding their running game <laughs>
0: fair okay uh mark any other business so, as you know, Sunday
1: night was a fairly traumatic experience for me. Anyway, watching the Bills somehow manage to find eight ways to lose the game to the um, whoever the fuck it was. again. But at least
0: Cristiano Ronaldo is not on your roster. 100%. Oh, what
3: an oven. So,
1: so, off the back of that, I'm sat there watching this shit show go down. And the news starts to filter through that one of the current Man United players, the best paid current Man United player... Is sat with Piers Morgan slagging the club off. And um it's like I I find it really difficult to work out in my brain how I feel about the whole thing because Cristiano Ronaldo is, is a legend of the club, probably the best player I have ever seen play live in a Man United shirt. Um, and someone who I was massively excited about coming back to to the team when he came back just because of who he is more than his output necessarily was going to be on the pitch but last year he still managed like 24 25 goals um so it was decent um but this season things have things have changed with him he's tried to engineer a way out of the club in the in the last summer um has been he's been a grumpy bastard he's refused to come on he's you know there's a lot that's gone on um including like walking down tunnels in games, and then an interview that's come out that he's he's trying to portray as this you know oh, I'm doing it for the fans, I'm doing it for the good of Manchester United, I feel that things need to be said um where is in reality, this is nothing more than him looking after himself as he was as he's always done, only giving a shit about Cristiano Ronaldo and trying to like, it it seems like Jamie, and I hate agreeing with Jamie Carragher. um, (laughs) He's completely correct in this and that he's decided that the best way to get out of the club is to get himself sacked. And um, it seems like that's the route he's trying to go down. How any professional feels that it's appropriate to be slagging off the club and the current manager of the club while still being paid by that team blows my mind that anyone who considers himself the epitome of professionalism can deem that it's okay to do. There's some stuff that he said that may well be accurate about, you know, the state of things under the current owners, but It's it's it blows my mind that he thinks that this is acceptable Um, and it's what's laughable is that he's he's talking about how the club is a is a marketing club now and it's you know there's nothing's progressed and bad decisions are being made and there's no one in charge of football decisions anymore. The funny thing is that that all of those bad bad decisions culminated in us re-signing Cristiano Ronaldo (laughs) so it's um yeah <laughs> he he needs to shut the fuck up frankly i'd rather not give him what he wants i'd rather fine him massively and make him rot in the reserves for the rest of the season before he clears off at the end of the season he will have played his last game for manchester united now and it's just a really sad way that someone who i loved watching has ended his time at United. I think he whether he thought he was going to have all the fans on side when he came out and said all this, um, from what I can see, he's been sadly mistaken. And the vast majority, 95% of the fan base, have said, this has been really, really stupid. You've played this really badly, Cristiano. It's time to fuck off now.
0: This is up there with... How not to end your career with Zinedine Zidane in the World Cup final, yeah. like for <laughs> that kind of that level of incredible player and incredible career. Well, a diff- a higher level even of incredible player and career. I like, yeah. what you must have some sort of sense of what a decent human being is, or what a, at least what a decent p- human being would be perceived to be. Just absolutely brain dead. Like your reputation is massively yeah. going to be tarnished forever because of this if, and you've I, got, I, if
1: you've got stuff to say about the state of the club that's fine pr- praise
0: it. praise praise people publicly criticize them privately uh, or in the right way you know yeah. it, if, you it, want and, write, not, if you want not to write at a book, this time either
1: yeah i'd like it this has all been engineered so that he can go to the world cup the, the the timing of the release has all been done so he can go to the world cup the club cannot interact with him directly with the idea that they will seek legal advice, and then look to terminate his contract. And that's exactly what he wants. And
3: mm. well, the thing is with Ronaldo, he's already done worse and got away with it fairly untarnished in the eyes of a lot of people. A hundred percent. This doesn't is, this... surprise me that this is something he's done. But I think you're right that it's pish and it's horrible when a play you formerly respected and almost liked, which has never been the case with Ronaldo for me, but that's by the by. I remember growing up, John Sheridan was one of my early favourites players. favourite Most favourite? One of them words. Um, winning, he scored just a winning goal for us in the Nimbler's <laughs> Cup final. And that's how it started when I was young and impressionable. And then he's managing a, in the lower leagues and you find out he's just an utter bellend. And that's a horrible, horrible realisation that you come to. Uh, I suspect yeah, it's, 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 I think like, it's... Peter,
0: sp- Peter Shilton's the classic. Mm. I'll, I'll give you... I like. Uh, Michael Michael Vaughan, there's another uh, you know absolute absolute hero, and then he opens just. Eventually, you realise what sort of a person he is <laughs> once he has a bit of a, a media career. And um, but yeah, it's it's odd when you you don't you don't really know what a person's like on the basis of watching them play sport. You might have a feel of what their character is, um, but you don't really
3: know. I'd argue you could always tell Ronaldo was a bell end, but. If you're oh, yeah, a fan was, of his was, club yeah. and he's scoring 50 goals a year for it, you probably overlook some of that, which the rest yeah, of us quite didn't. Quite. That's
1: the that's the thing. As as Pat, as you rightly pointed out, it's really rich for Ronaldo to be moralistic over anything <laughs> in life when he's been accused of some of the stuff that he's been accused of. And but it's pay, just stupidity and off. <laughs> too.
0: But like it's 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 incredible levels of stupidity. You're you're having a puppet, the only people that are defending you with this stuff. Like, you're alienating them. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's laughable. The guy, to claim that the manager has
1: offered him no respect whatsoever when he just, like refused to come on in a game and stormed down the tunnel, he banned him for a game, and then every, he's played every minute of every match since then and has been made captain. <laughs> and yet now is the time that he, he was told he wasn't going to play against Fulham He's clearly lied and said he was ill, and then interview. It's it's pathetic, really, and it's a really really sad state of affairs and a way to end. Um, someone who was was an absolute joy to watch in in the United shirt and has been for you know for years since. Um, but to do to do this just reeks of a really really dick move.
0: Mm. Why is it always Piers Morgan as well? That's that can't be a coincidence. No.
1: Well,
0: no, you feel that you feel that he's somehow instrumental in the decisions in some way as well. Right. Like, did the, like then the content of what he said. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm
3: a yeah, overthinking it. He's a clickbait it. drama, arsehole, so you get what mm-hmm. you expect.
0: Yeah. Um, I will end on a much more positive note. Um, I don't normally cross to podcasts like this, but I do the uh, transatlantic titans podcast as well and for that which isn't isn't edited slash released yet but um we recorded a chat with a guy called bryce pratt who lives sort of other other end of tennessee i'm messing up my geography south of nashville but hours south rather than anyway he'd never he'd never been for two a titans game in his life he has several cerebral palsy um and Essentially, got to know people with his Titans fandom on Twitter, interacting with Twitter as a lot of as a lot of people have. Um, not being in the city of Nashville obviously makes it makes it harder socially. Um, but he's, uh, I've we've followed each other for for a while. Um, but over during the off season, um, what another another Titans fan called Haley uh, sort of took it upon upon herself while while chatting to him. On, on social media you've never been to a game delve deeper had a, a bit of chatting um if he yeah he's he'd never been able to get to one um logistically financially all this sort of stuff that is stand standing in his way um and she's basically raised loads of awareness pulled loads of strings done a lot of running around arranged transport um arranged hotels um, got the team themselves involved so this this guy has had um this this trip up to to Nashville for the weekend um sideline access got to meet most of the players coach brable loads of um photos souvenirs um got take taken up to to club level seats for the game got involved afterwards um absolutely brilliantly looked after you chat to uh, we chatted to them to them both for sort of 15 20 minutes yeah, it it's the best experience of this guy's life, and what's probably quite a miserable life at times. Um, and it was just so heartwarming. And I feel like, yeah, there are some dickhead fans, there are some dickhead people on Twitter, there are some dickhead people involved with sport, as we've just <laughs> as we've just discussed. Um, but there are some pretty good ones. And I was just just so so proud of the the team, the fan base for just pulling together with, with stuff like that. We had a in a similar vein. One of our, our fans who lived in in Ukraine. Um, funnily enough, Haley as well was in, involved with that, raising raising funds and awareness to help him him and his family leave, which they did. They're now living and working in Germany. Uh, but yeah, just 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 this sometimes sometimes good can come out of these things, and yeah, it was really pleasing, and just seeing the pictures of. Him in enjoying himself, um, uh, it's probably something he never, never expected or had would have had the confidence to, to try and do by himself before all of this. So, yeah, and and yeah, it might have been ugly, but we got you in, Bryce. So, there you go. <laughs> it was definitely it's, ugly.
3: <laughs> it's nice to see, it's nice to see the positive sides of a community, whatever that community is, and it's nice to see. Bob's making a positive difference in their community as well. And we saw a bit of both of those this weekend. So that's a nice positive note to end on.
1: Yeah. And that yeah. Haley seems like a fucking diamond. I hope that people are looking after her as well because that's she seems like she's um a a, a fan for the ages.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, she absolutely is. She's uh, she, I think she's just one of these people who compulsively does things for people. Yeah. And um, the world the world needs more Hayleys um hundred yeah. percent. Um they there you go. Bit bit of Positive, positive. Ed- no, no, that's wholesome. too I,
1: like, I love a bit of wholesomeness. That's
0: yeah, cool. yeah. There you go. We we don't have much of it on this podcast, which we're not going <laughs> to name.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. See you later.
0: <laughs> yeah. Bye. Yeah. There you go. That's it. I'm ending it. You're not going to get any more ending than that. That's it. We're done. See you next week. <laughs> This was the Long Snapper NFL podcast,
3: brought to you by Ginster's Bastards. <laughs> <laughs>